2: Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. ctmobile.com
3: Welcome to the best of the men's room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin.
4: What's up, what happened for the waist down? 206 803 Rock. I don't need it. <laughs> Hello, Bill. Welcome to the men's room.
5: Hola. Hola. Uh, so, anyways, about five years ago, I had to go in and have a testicular exam. Uh, uh, ultrasound, I guess.
6: Why do they and, need to do uh, an ultrasound on your testicles, specifically?
5: Uh, well, basically because Lefty was feeling his oats, and he got a little puffy.
6: Oh, okay. I've a going for that oh. as well.
3: All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
5: right? So, anyways, I go in, and... Uh, Not only do I get one gal in the room to do the exam, but I get two. And I'd say one is a senior. She's probably, I mean, a senior. She's older. She's probably about 35. And the other one looks like she's fresh out of college uh, doing maybe a job shadow.
3: Hmm.
5: And um, so we go ahead and go through this exam, which takes about 20 minutes. And I'm like... uh, you know, slightly uncomfortable doing it with two women in the room, but I have to get it done and I've had all kinds of crap happen so I can get through this. Well, right at the very end, the, the lady running the exam says, mister, would you, uh, would you mind letting this younger gal go ahead and try this equipment? She's not really familiar with all this. Would you mind letting her do a, like a false exam? just to get familiar with the equipment. <laughs> and so, of course, I'm like, you know, hey, it's, this, this should be no big deal. Everybody's got to learn somehow. I had to I had to learn myself with different things. So and now you jerk, have training no testicles. Yeah. Right.
4: And by the equipment, she you meant your uh, junk. Yeah.
5: Her, My junk and uh, her ultrasound. Okay, so they go ahead and switch positions. And I don't really know exactly what came over me, but um, right when the younger gal went ahead and put the ultrasound on my testicles, I decided to go ahead and act like I'd been electrocuted with about 240 volts. (laughs) And the freaking both of those gals come unlit, screaming and yelling, and I kind of smiled at the, the older gal, and she laughed back at me. And the younger gal was still shaking, shaking at the wand, I should say. <laughs> and uh, anyways, we all had a hell of a laugh over it. <laughs> and uh, so when we got all done, you know, everybody was, uh, uh, the ice was broken, so to speak. Sure. Uh, when, sure. We, when we left, I didn't really realize, you know, but there's a whole hallway of rooms. And as we walked out, everybody was poking their head out the other rooms. Wondering what was all the hysterical laughter and screaming, and and uh, they followed me all the way out to the waiting room. And see you later, see you later, have a good day. Uh, me and my buddies laugh about this all the time. Like everybody says, if I have to have that done, I'm doing the same damn. Thing. I was just uh,
4: thinking exactly. Let, 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 let me ask you this: what 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 was the the ultimate uh, diagnosis on your uh, on your boys?
5: Oh, just. One just decided he wanted to get bigger than the other, and it's all good.
6: Okay. I've got an, I've like, had, I've wait, wait, an wait. ultrasound down there like, That can happen. There's one testicle that goes, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. I'm going to move to girl a little.
5: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I'm getting ready to hit double digits on the 55 this year, so, you know, one just decided,
6: you know. Flex I'm its muscle. Extra, yeah. Your left right. testicle's yeah. the dominant mm-hmm. one. Yeah, all it's, right. It's making it. It's doing there a, you go. Right. It's
3: doing like all the way. <laughs>
6: Why do you why did you get an ultrasound on your testicles? I got uh one after I got a vasectomy.
4: Okay. All right. Makes because sense. they basically they, they tie the va- the vas deferens. So they yeah. want to make sure that sure, sure. for the most part. I mean, there's a couple ways you can do it, but they also did an ultrasound. For me, basically typically you'll just go back in a few weeks. Yeah. Then go into the room where you do your business. Then they determine if you have any swimmers or not. But they in my case, they also gave me an ultrasound.
6: So you have right. to take care of business there.
4: Yes, basically what How they do is they How long did have it a, take you? Well, to, but, you know it's very strange because the place I went to had a very small little room. Yeah. Uh, but there's basically a chair, and there is a television, and there is magazines in the drawer. That's tough too. It's, it's pre like smartphone, right? But you're also right beside. You're right beside the the lobby.
6: It's Are you just, kidding?
4: No, I mean you just walk into this room <laughs> and like there's a receptionist in there. So anyway. everyone knows what you're doing when and you go into like, this room. This is not going to include audio. Yeah. <laughs> Anything I do in here will be strictly visual. Had you saved up? I had not been able to really – I had not done anything since the operation. All right. Yeah, I
7: feel like I'd have to go in there uh, like a, a week or two, perhaps. Well, that's – that, 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 like, was, that was the problem. The thing, I wouldn't like, have to. I just – I you feel don't, like I'd move faster. Dead.
6: Like, but, you don't like peeing in the public bathroom, right? I can deal with that. But the idea of having to go to a hospital and really, hey, go into the – well, the spank room, right? Yeah, like, yeah. that well, that would kind of mess with my mojo the difference because is- – Typically, when I am masturbating, I don't feel like I'm on a time limit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can take as long as you need. Sometimes it happens real quick. But like, I can't imagine. like Someone is waiting for me to finish masturbating, and the whole thing is right. they know well, specifically. So then, Basically, it's when, no, like, you, put, you put it into a double little cabinet door. So right, you put but, it in there, and then oh, you gra- yeah. grab it from the other but side. But here's my question. How long did it take? Because in my mind, like if I finish this in two minutes... That's going to be weird. But if I take like 15 mm-hmm. minutes, that's like, I, I think I'd force myself like, hey, I right. you got five to
4: seven minutes. Well, I had lots of questions. Like, do you, still, uh, do you still leave a deposit? Do you do all these things? Like, yes, you actually do. Right. What they didn't tell me is how much more it was. So I'm just used to my regular routine sure. as far as what I'm going to expect. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, I could not believe it. Does for- it
6: stay at that level or is it just because basically it was, you're building up?
4: It was It was like, uh, have you ever seen that commercial that sometimes comes on on Pornhub right before? Like, you want more of this goo? Right. And I like, don't want to do it. It just like, keeps filling up this cup. It was kind of like that. I was like, oh my God. Like, oh but is my that still God. The case
6: now or is it kind it's of a much, one time? You no, know,
4: it's much more, but it was, a lot, really? it was a lot more then. Just because it had been the huh. you know, first time that I'd ever really what all like that clean up. do they like clean your pipes as well? I don't know what the hell the deal is. There's got to be some scientific reason. Because uh, I've heard uh, that before. It, it must have felt awesome, though. It, it did feel awesome. But I just, <laughs> I mean, I was so shocked by what was going on. Because typically, like, I don't need to clean up an aisle five. Right. right? Like, and here I am, like, wiping stuff off the floor with a <laughs> tissue and stuff. Because I'm like, this stuff just went everywhere. That was a little bit strange. <laughs> did you
6: have to clean the floor? Oh, Yeah. You might, see, oh, that's yeah. why I don't want to go in there because like, how often do you clean well, this room? I normally, because normally I, 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 a buddy
4: of mine kind of missed the cup. I put the cup like as if you know you were holding a full glass of water. Sure, what I should have done was hooded the whole damn thing. Yeah, and I did not really know that because typically I'm not really like. Well,
6: you're taking like a free throw, basically. It's just do you? Could you got to be careful. But if you even
7: like, if you take two weeks off, you got to be careful. Oh, dude, it's, that, yeah. that first, that, it's like firing right, a Like gun. That first free throw, you don't know.
6: That <laughs> thing no, it goes over, over the backboard. <laughs>
7: right. Yeah. That's what you I'm go, Oh, it's, damn it. <laughs>
6: right. Hey, guys, I, I got to warm up again. I'm sorry. I got to mm-hmm. wash the sheets. Can you guys did you have a Q-tip to the door? Yeah, that was, I mean, that was I was
4: shocked, man. I walked out of there like, geez, a whiz. I could have done porn. How long were you in there? Uh, not long. Not <laughs> long. I mean, honestly. I mean, at that point in time, I knew I couldn't really do anything until I went back there. so nothing. So you're kind of looking right. forward to it. Like, cool. Well, not really, because I didn't know if there would be pain, like anything else. You just, don't, oh right, you right. Don't, I, I just did not know what what to expect. I I, I did not know what to expect, because in my mind, if you cut the cord, there's going to be nothing. Sure, but that's not the case. It's it's a lot worse. It's a lot more.
3: Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at Facebook.com/slash the men's room. Now back to the men's room on the men's room radio network.
7: Yes, friends, it's time once again for. Sit and spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some epic new music.
4: Holy cow, live in the flesh. right, Castle, we figured
2: you'd be at home or out riding your new motorcycle on this lovely day. You know, it's funny you bring up the motorcycle because I was going to say the bands we're going to talk about today on Sit and Spin or the albums we're going to talk about today on Sit and Spin are all do for a midlife crisis all right <laughs> is that what you consider your bike a midlife crisis i you know I'm, I'm really starting to think so so we were talking about it the other day i was like okay so i i've I, I lost weight i got in shape and then i bought a motorcycle like man, that sounds a lot like a midlife crisis i think your midlife yeah. crisis is like i was putting in a new kitchen that sounds more adult in
4: midlife you know
6: now but midlife crisis is selfish yeah. Yeah. motorcycle his wife would never get on kitchen that's right. a shared thing. Trust me. Right. Midlife crisis to me is like, no, I'm doing
7: this. Next I'm week not even
2: meet. inviting you to do this. Next week, I'm going to show up in a Miata. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was say, Ooh, I think the motorcycle's yeah. cooler yeah. than buying like a small convertible. Yeah, yeah but that's, no, that's got to yeah. be next on the list. So anyway, uh, Pink Floyd, uh, Dark Side of the Moon turned 50 uh, last week. So I thought we would look at the other albums that are turning 50 this year and also the ones that are turning 30 and 40 as well. You know okay. what right. about this list? So, you know, 50,
6: 30, 40. There's one of two things happens. Either you feel old, which is going to be the case with me, or you feel young because all of this came out before you were born, yeah. right? There's like nothing yeah. in between.
4: Well, the inherent uh, problem with this for me is the 30, uh, I was on the air at a rock station.
2: Oh, wow. So you so, played this stuff when it was new.
4: I know. That's 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 what really makes me You played me it out. when it was new, Miles.
2: <laughs> that's, <I was>, <laughs> that's what really yeah. scares me, you know man. You know what? Now that I'm looking at the list, I did too.
4: uh yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, no. <laughs> what were we thinking? <laughs> uh, drugs and Dates, I think, is what we we're thinking. Yes. So uh, we have 10 albums that turn 30 and 40 this year. Are we going to start with the ones that are uh, 40, I believe? These are, the, they, these are 30, I These think. are the ones that are 30, okay? So okay. Okay. Start All right. with, uh, we've got five. That are 30, and we've got five uh, that are 40. What were some of the other albums, by the way? Uh, Queen Queen came out
2: in 1973. Uh, Aladdin Sane from David Bowie came out in 1973. I mean, it's a big year. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. That's a huge album. And so did uh, Paul McCartney and Wings Band on the Run. Okay. Big year. So these are 10 albums
3: that turned 30 and 40. 10 number 10!
6: Oh, 30 years of this, huh?
2: There's uh, a fun fact about Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Never liked them. Really?
4: No.
7: Never
2: liked we don't either.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: People no, like Smashing Yeah, like, I knew like, that.
4: Yeah,
7: It's a thing. Wow. People like them. Smashing Pumpkins like never, a, never it was, been my jam. It was massive when it came out. Yeah. They yeah. were That's huge. Because
4: I'm like 12. My brother was 19. I mean, they all had this CD. I feel like if we had an intervention with music heads and we all sat down and we're like, I just... I can't stand them. I'm sorry. I, should, I know I should like them. I actually went out and bought both of their albums that I thought were the, the the two. Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. And then the other one. That, that was double Dream. album was Siamese Dreams. Yeah. I, I got, got Siamese both
6: Dreams and Gish. I don't like Melancholy because it started turning into this. Like, oh, Jesus, dude. Right. Stop your whining. Well, I did listen to it. Stop
4: your bitching. One weekend, I'm like, I am going to give them a shot. You okay. know what I mean? People love the Smashing Pumpkins. At the end of it, I'm like,
3: eh. Eh, I
4: don't feel very good. Eh.
3: I just, I want to go
4: cry. I want to whine. You're like, ah, oh, the meat is laying burned. Laying on the couch, sobbing. With right, it, like, like He
6: it. sings the way I feel like I talk when I'm really hungover.
3: <laughs> I just
4: want some water. <laughs> <laughs> you me alone. It does sound like he says, the meat is
6: burned. <laughs> and when the kid walks in, cut that little child.
3: <laughs>
6: Ten <laughs>
4: albums that <laughs> turn 30 and 40. Nine, number nine. Feeling old tip.
6: Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. We definitely. actually uh, so this is the album Janet, right? Yeah. So we were looking at the track list and we just didn't recognize any titles. So I actually had to call my wife. I said, "Babe, pull up the track list for Janet. Tell us which song to pull." This is my wife. Ooh, I like that one. Ooh, I like No, babe. The one that you people You need to like focus. You focus like all of them. No. We need focus. one that we've heard. <laughs> What's the hit? I don't know. This she one, rattled off 3. Yeah,
4: yeah. I'm like, I've never heard of them. This yeah. was kind of her her beginning. Of, uh, of really making it big. Yeah,
2: is this like pre or post rhythmation? It, it's, it's post. It's pre- oh, it's post? post. It's yeah, out- this yeah, is after rhythmation. Oh, okay, all right, well, she's already pretty big at that point.
4: The album cover is great. Oh, well, she looks great in the video.
2: Speaking of big, mm-hmm. oh. yeah.
4: these are 10 albums <laughs> uh, that turned 30 and 40 this year.
2: Eight, number eight. eight. Don't call me daughter. Number old. I take it back. I was not working at a radio station at this point. Uh, I got this for Christmas, though. Oh. This album, Pearl Jam's Versus. See,
6: what bothers me about this is, right, this is not even their first album. No. That's turning 30. You know what I mean? This is the <laughs> follow-up right, <laughs> a- to their massively successful <laughs> hey, debut. That fun. Like, Jesus, yeah. it makes me feel old. At least if it's a debut, you go like, all right, Smashing Pumpkins, I don't care, because I don't like it. But Pearl Jam, like, Oh God! How old well, am I? Well, you know
4: what's weird. From this moment on, not that you don't listen to a lot of Pearl Jam, but I never really got into the individual albums as much. And then just played the singles. Some of this stuff is great, awesome. and I I
2: just completely whiffed awesome. on and it. And you know what? It aged well like too. Like yield on in the it, it, of this it, it stuff, it. and it's like really strong still. Yep, absolutely. Yeah.
4: These are our ten albums that turned thirty and forty this year on yeah, Singles Seven
3: Number seven. What's my name? Uh-oh.
6: Yeah. This one feels about 30 to me. I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's always been in my brain. I can't even believe it's only 30. If you told me the song was 80, I'd be like, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg Just
2: 15, Diluc. smoking weed, listening <laughs> to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and brother has my, not changed. Uh,
6: That's no, one thing dude, I like no. about him. He's exactly I, I, he's my doing. Uh,
4: My daughter was in high school, so she went to the uh, Snoop Dogg Puff Puff Pass Tour at the <laughs> Paramount Theater. All right. So like most kids who are 17 years old or whatever how old she was, She and her friends, it was uh, basically general seating. Yeah. So when you get in the door, man, the floor is open. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you get in, you get in first. So her and her friends, they get their way early as soon as the door opens. Like they're 20 deep in line. They go all the way up to the front. So lo and behold... My daughter and her friends all got joints passed because he just kept lighting them on stage and <laughs> passing them to every single member in the front row to pass them back. He was just lighting one after another, apparently. And my daughter was so heavy, He's like, Dad, I smoke Snoop Dogg's weed. <laughs> and I'm like, you son of a gun. Uh-huh. That's, that's Wait, that's illegal. Looked. That's something that I wanted <laughs> to do, not you. These are our uh, 10 albums that turned 30 and 40 out six, Sit and
3: Number six. Hey. <laughs>
7: Yeah, in Euro. Mm-hmm. I remember that video.
4: Yeah. It was just a little creepier. Yeah. And this song is in uterus. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> Kinda. right? Yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It really is. Yes, yes. Back to Billy Corgan. Uh, so those oh, were yeah. the uh, albums that are 30 years old. He went old. down that hallway too, didn't he? He did go down yeah. that hallway with <laughs> his hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't touch the walls or nothing. Nope, Just like went a clean. Like a, through. like
2: a screwdriver in the trunk of the car. <laughs> <Just for> <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> Hot knife through butter, man. <laughs> so now we're on to uh, 40 years. And these are some albums that turned 40 this year on Sed's fit. Five,
1: number five. Every breath you take.
4: I don't know what feels about right
2: I don't know if you guys know this about the police. Never like this band.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't you ever, uh, know about this? But the song is about stalking a woman. Yeah. Yes.
2: And it was number one forever. It's it was still, number one. For like people still three, love this song. Three, four months the song was number Yeah. yeah. One. And then Diddy had to bring it back. Of exactly. course. Oh well. Yeah. Let's stalk. I that.
7: Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to do a little tribute to his buddy that died right. with a stalker That's song.
4: Right. right. Forty-year-old <laughs> albums on <laughs> Sin spin. Four, number four All right. I remember getting this for
6: Christmas, and my father just laughing and laughing at the album cover.
7: <laughs> it's the moon. He was just like,
6: "This is the dumb." I said, "It is a stupid cover, but look, it's Ozzy, so you keep your expectations low." People, but the album was awesome.
4: People bark at the moon downtown during the day, and the moon's yeah. not even out. We oh, just experienced sure. one. No, about to Do you remember this
6: to- was the de- debut for which guitar player? Uh, Randy uh, Rhodes had died, so this was Ozzy's first comeback. No, Jakey Lee. It was I was going to say
2: Jakey Lee. I people was. crapped all over <laughs> this
6: guy, and he was a great guitar player. Yeah. Why they crap on him? Because he wasn't it Randy was Rhodes. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah, it yeah. was okay, that yeah. simple. Like but Newstead, Jason yeah. Newt. Right, got right. crapped right. on because you're not Cliff Burns. You're
4: right. never going to be good enough. Ten albums that <laughs> turned forty on Sin Spin. Three, number three.
3: Mike, not a YouTube guy. No.
4: I love you, Well, see, kid. this is back to the music, uh, you know, little group intermission where we, we sit down and we...
6: I like early U two. I don't like the I stuff do. they did later. You know, when they got mature and rich. Like, I like it when you were <laughs> broke and angry. But isn't that true of most bands? Yes. You know, when you're broke and angry, you put out the stuff that's relatable. You know, Appetite for Destruction versus Use Your Illusion. You go, like, hey, man, I get it. Kiss his early albums versus Vick It Up. You're like, when you're young and broke, you put out your best stuff. Dynasty I kind of like looking What's looking that? Up.
2: Dynasty kiss.
6: Right. right. Then you were made for loving I us.
3: Was it, These we're are 10 albums. I still rock at, out uh, to
4: elevation. Yeah, I, I like you too. <laughs> I like you too sometimes as a kid. I'm a U2 apologist. 10 albums that turned 40 on Tin Fit. Number two. Ah, this is a good one. Yeah.
2: This is the final album when Def Leppard had an even number of limbs in the band. Yes. That is correct. Oh, man, <laughs> when
4: that thing came out, though, with between uh, <laughs> uh, "Phonograph," between Rock of Age, foolin, f- f- foolin', foolin'. Oh, yeah. oh, it was that great, thing, man. That thing was rocking, man.
6: Yeah, yeah. And credit to Def Leppard, though, because, you know, look, a lot of bands break up or move on when something goes wrong with a band member. Like, their drummer had his arm torn off. He assumed he was out of the band and deaf left, whatever you think of him, We're like, dude, we will wait for you. We'll and I was it out. like, they did, wow. They did dude. the same
4: thing with guys who were uh, you know having problems with addiction. Yeah. They're like, go yeah. away, get your stuff together. Sometimes it took eight months for those guys to come back in the band. They're like, All right, you ready to rock now? Let's go.
6: I get the addiction thing, but like you have an excuse to move on and say, Man, we have a one armed drummer. You'd be like, Why? You
4: don't want that. But it was like, no
6: well, we have a one armed drummer.
4: Can you still keep time? Yes. Half time. Still better than <laughs> Lars. Oh, 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 10 wow. no. well, well, damn. He doesn't oh, make yeah. these. He, oh, wow. He, he's not mixed as loud. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes. These are 10 albums <laughs> that turned 40. We made it to number
1: one.
3: one number one. Speaking of
1: devil.
6: You can tell because Jameson's voice is so much higher yeah. than it is later.
4: Like, you can tell he still has zits at this point. That's right. Don't forget Metallica coming to Seattle one year and a half from now. Yeah. yeah. 18 yeah. months in 554
6: <laughs> days. Hopefully we'll all still
4: be here. We had a
6: friend that works in the building yesterday. <laughs> Playing your Labor Day celebration. Yeah. She's walking in, but she looks game. at me a miles and goes, Metallica's coming to town. We're like, in a year and a yeah. half. Yeah, yeah I, don't know know I, I don't know if
2: I don't know if I want to spend hundred and fifty dollars on a Metallica ticket. I don't know if I'm gonna be employed a, a year and I a half. I was gonna sure. say right. the challenge you laid
4: down was with a motorcycle.
2: Right. Oh. <laughs> Will Castle make it to the Metallica I can shop. do it.
4: I can do it. Just don't pull out in front of me and make a left hand turn. Yeah.
7: I bet by the time you show up you're gonna have
4: a cut on and be like motorcycle guy. <laughs> like,
2: I am wearing a Harley Davidson shirt. Tonight. Beer down yeah. to your oh, beard uh, down uh, to your belly uh, button uh, at this point. When I bought the it's, bike, they're like that, uh, that that's a free shirt I you go no that's an $11,000 shirt <laughs> right <laughs> but it's a free
4: motorcycle right council thank you so much there you go 10 albums to turn 30 and 40 this year on sit and spin shine the day's coming up you are listening to the men's
0: <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
3: Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network.
4: What, uh, what happened from the waist down, Two oh six eight oh three. 803 rod Hello, Brittany. <laughs> Welcome to the men's room.
8: Hola, radio friends. Hola. Hola.
6: Brittany, real quick, before you go into your story, what would a labia scrape be? Why would someone scrape your labia? Surgically. Surgically, of course.
8: There could be a cancer. There could be some kind of biopsy that needs done.
4: Ah, okay. Thank you. Have you ever had that procedure?
8: Not on the labia, but on my cervix inside.
4: Okay. Okay.
7: Oh, maybe that's why she's calling.
8: Which leads me into my story. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, a, a few months back, me and my dude friend were getting through a really heavy workout together. Um, we wanted to relax afterwards with a nice vibrating massage, and that device got sucked up and got stuck inside of me.
6: You got a vibrator stuck
4: inside your vagina? Was it like a little tiny
6: bullet? I did.
8: It it was, yeah, a little bigger than the bullet, but yes. It was small, and it was slippery, and it was stuck for a good, I'd say, five to ten minutes. Was it
6: buzzing? Was it vibrating when it was struck? Oh, uh,
8: yes. Absolutely.
6: I mean, okay, so let me just ask the quick question here. So, you know, it serves its purpose. It's still vibrating. Now it's trapped inside of you. Uh, Did you say, like, let's give it three minutes before we worry about this? I mean, was it good or bad?
8: Uh, I am. I am a very positive person. I know that I am capable, and I was not worried. But the person I was with was very worried, and I, it took me a little finessing, but but it, it came out. Okay. Right. All
4: right. See, see, th- this is what I'm I'm, I'm tracking here. I'm, I'm trying to do some quick math, and, and not to not to bring this up, but I'm going to. So, two people are working out vigorously. Let's just assume that we're at the gym, right? right. We got a couple, and the couple is working out, and the guy. Say you're going to work out for an hour. Fifty minutes in. The guy says, uh, hey, you know what? I think I'm done with my workout. I just finished it. Right, um, But you say, no, I'm, I need to keep going here and get the workout done. So am I assuming by this massage technique that you were just trying to complete your workout at that time?
8: It was more for exploratory purposes, but yes. Oh, okay.
4: Exploratory uh, purposes. Okay. So just to make sure that your goal was
6: achieved on your workout mm-hmm. on, your, uh, on your watch. Did it, so you said it was in there for how long?
8: I would, I would say about five to ten.
6: Five to ten. Did you have multiple orgasms, or were you just trying to get this thing out?
8: I don't know, dude. <laughs> All right. So, so Okay, let
4: me ask you a question. Did you think of anything that you could possibly use to try to remove this object?
8: At first, uh, no, I did not think of anything to help me other than myself. Um, it took a little, you know, I, I, I put my fingers in, kind of had to squeeze it, and kind of cup it out. And it came out? It it took a lot of work, but we got. I got
6: Uh, it out. Is it plastic or metal? Because I'm thinking,
4: if you had like a powerful magnet, you know, just kind of. It was. It
8: was like a silicone, a soft. Ah, okay. This
4: wasn't like the turbo tongue tickler. Uh, I guess. I guess it didn't. I guess it was battery operated. It didn't have a cord attached to it.
8: Right. Yes. Rechargeable. Is this? Is this
4: like a Bluetooth thing where you plug it into a USB?
8: Unfortunately, not Bluetooth. It does a uh, it does plug in to charge, but no
6: problem. All right. Okay. Is there is there a vibrating sex toy that is connected to a cord? There no. I, but just, there, I yes, can't imagine. Like, yes.
4: Oh yeah, sure. Yes. For real.
6: So one. like you're you're using the self pleasure, but there is a cord that's plugged into the wall.
8: Oh, plugged into the wall. Yeah. Uh, I have one that has like a little speed dial connected to it. All unusually. Right. Um, but there are like the really heavy back massagers that you plug into the wall, and those get the job done.
4: Have you heard of the ones? <laughs> have you heard of the ones that uh, obviously you can control them remotely through the app on your phone? Oh yeah,
6: right. So I are, do
8: want to invest in one of those. So there, I've been doing some research, trying to see the best kind. Right. So
6: whether, whether, would
4: you let someone else? Like, would you hand exactly me what, the phone that's exactly what's while it. you're using this thing to all see you, where I go? All you need is the password personally for the app. So <laughs> everybody gets the app, right? Sure. Okay. Now,
8: as a stranger, I might be a little more apprehensive. Sure. Maybe a couple drinks, and we'll see where that goes.
4: But what I'm saying is, it, there have been situations that I have heard of with this. Uh, unit where the boyfriend has access to the code, right? Right. But the woman wears this thing basically all day. Oh, so he's... And whenever he wants, which is kind of like, surprise! Right. Thinking of you... You know, you might be in a meeting, uh, you might be at the grocery store, uh, you know, you might be exercising, I don't know, but he's got the power to turn it on and control the level of all the things that the unit does. Or you would at home if you were to do that as well, but somebody right. else has got the power <laughs> oh maybe I can't talk I'm at 11 o'clock meeting cool I'll call you <laughs> thanks <after>. for letting <laughs> me know
2: <laughs> yeah
4: exactly technology sure. sure. technology hey man sure. you put it to use sure what uh what happened from the waist down 206 803 rock and that could be a bet for like a day
6: well just
7: give me access to that I'm saying right but like you couldn't you couldn't have that going a lot
6: no, no especially if you hand it to a guy because guy's like pulling pranks anyway so if I yeah. know you have a meeting I'm definitely firing a bad boy up. Yeah, I mean, even in a work meeting, I could be like,
7: oh, I'm sick. I can walk out. But there's just other circumstances where it's just like,
6: no. Mm-hmm. Like, if you call me and say, hey, man, the cops just pulled me over, I'm firing a bad boy up.
3: Yeah, Ma'am, like-
6: you're acting. Please step out of the vehicle. You're acting strange. I'd really rather not. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I really just Aww. like to stay here. I'm not trying to be difficult.
7: Right, or like, I don't know. She's like talking to her dad. Oh, God. There's a lot of bad scenarios.
6: You just took the fun out of this. Yeah. That's
7: (laughs) what I'm saying.
6: She's talking to family. Hey, Dad. Oh. What, what is going on? She's scolding oh, a child. Man, and you're just
7: sitting there being like, I eh, got her. You're an elementary school teacher. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm going to defuse the situation
4: right. this time for you, kid. Like she
7: works at a funeral home. Like, oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> man.
6: Dearly beloved. Oh. Right? I'm so... Sorry for uh, you. Uh, my stomach <laughs> Sorry for your
4: loss. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> My stomach feels terrible. I feel like I've got to go to the bathroom.
3: Yeah,
7: that's what I'm saying, man. Like,
3: in
6: theory, I get the idea. But I'm like, oh, this is this is bad. Oh, dude, stand in line for something. You're at the grocery store looking at meat. Mm, watching your buddy's court case. Oh, God. You're testifying oh, in court. Oh, jury duty.
4: You right. are in jury duty. I'm firing that bad boy. <laughs> what uh, what happened from the waist down? 206, <laughs> 803 ride. Right. And I'm getting tipped to cork and just screaming to
7: what <laughs> Like You're going through security?
3: Oh, damn, right? You're in that
7: machine. Like there's just a lot of bad spots. Now if she's like, Hey, I'm going out with the girls to get some margaritas. Like, okay. I wouldn't wouldn't have do fun it while then. you're out with the
6: girls. I wouldn't but. even do it then. Oh, it wouldn't, wouldn't matter. No, man. I want it to be a serious thing. Like you said, you're you're a trial lawyer, <laughs> <laughs> jury. You're the judge. Maybe you're the cop. Oh, traffic stop. Enter, mm-hmm. <laughs> sir. Step out.
3: Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill: The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on radio.com.
4: All right, let's see. We got them. All right, coming up. Uh, we are going to uh to drink and toast with a shout of the day. But first uh, lead singer from the Giraffe Tongue Orchestra comes a fall madfly. You know him best as the lead singer for Allison Chains. William Duvall, how you been, man?
9: Man, I've been doing pretty good. Pretty good. Staying and, uh, busy. You got the black you know. Einstein look going on. I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Ed Reed. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, like uh Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking a page out of the old uh, Albert Einstein book, you know, you look like like a uh, historical figure right now. Right. I'm saying Frederick (laughs) Douglass, everyone. (laughs) I'll take it. I will take it, dude. I really, you know, I was told I look like
6: a wise turtle. So I think you're getting better into
1: things.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We see that you have a uh, we we see that you have a new uh, song there with uh, with the who now I have to ask because I'm sure this has happened to you. How many people, when you tell them that you're working with the Who, ask you what it's like to work with Pete Townsend?
9: Yeah, right. You know, it, the first <laughs> thing you have to say when you say the Who is you have to spell it right. and then you have to go into the whole explanation rap, you know, mm-hmm. just to avoid that sure. that question because that would be the inevitable. When I first um, heard but,
6: uh, when I first heard you're working with the Who, my immediate result was WHO. And I'm like, that's crazy, because right. because I was like, is Roger Daltrey dead? Why would they do that? Seriously. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, really, man. I was like, wow, that is nuts. And they said, no, who. And I'm like, okay, yeah. that's cool. So my question, how does that work? Do they come to you? Do you go to them?
9: Yeah. So I was approached by them and, um, you know, or through the intermediaries. And, uh, and yeah, man, I, I was surprised and honored and, you know, uh, and decided to take it on as kind of a welcome challenge, you know? Uh, is there a language barrier there for sure? Yeah, definitely. They, um, apparently speak no English from, from, (laughs) from, 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 from everyone that I've talked to that, you know, is on their team. That's kind of the word, you know? Um, so, I mean, this was one of those things where it really gets down to the, the language of music. And, um, so I we we worked remotely, right? I was sent all of their sound files and um essentially I worked alone here in my house actually and and I produced and mixed the whole thing here in my house in this very room as a matter of fact. And um and then I would, you know, send it off and and they would, you know, dig it thankfully. <laughs> Uh, Are you sure? Because you know. <laughs> you, clearly
6: you're not woke enough to speak Mongolian. I know. You know you're going to be like right. that, but you could brush yeah. up on it though.
9: Yeah, you know what? This is an excuse to to uh, to brush up and learn a little bit. Uh, it's definitely an interesting language, and you know from from what I hear, you know from from them, um, and dealing with the Mongolian throat singing is also very interesting. You know because yeah. I mean, I never imagined that I might actually work on a rock record that had that type of singing on it, you know, so again, it was it was a welcome challenge. i mean the whole the whole thing here is that they have something going on that's very cool in its own right for sure. and it's a really novel thing. It's a unique thing. um and it's a it's a strong and powerful thing, and it comes from a real genuine place of pride in their country and in their heritage, right? So my whole thing was. You know, look, I I need to compliment what's going on here and I need to be myself uh, on this record, but not, you know, trample all over what they're doing and what makes them cool in the first place. You would
4: would think that uh, as much as your worlds collide in a weird way, whether it's a rock festival or or wherever you could be at some point in time, that, you know, there's going to be a weekend, there's going to be a day where where both your bands are going to be playing. You know, Alice in Chains will be playing, The Who will be playing. There's a possibility, right, that you could get on stage and do that one
9: live, baby. Dude, I would love that. I would love that. And and in fact, we've already, you know, they've asked if I would ever be willing to do that. Like even just fly out for for a particular thing, like if they're doing a really high profile uh, festival or something or or an event. And uh, yeah, I would. I told them straight up, I would love to do that. Yeah. Is, it, yeah, is
7: it your same singing voice, or do you have to change it to match the throat singing?
9: Oh no, no, I, I wouldn't begin to try to uh, approximate really what <laughs> they're doing. I mean, but I did sing in multiple octaves. So you know like I, I, I tried to create uh, you know uh, effects and a dynamic that would work within their thing while still being me you know because throat singing that's a very particular kind of thing uh, where you're you're having to distort your voice to create, Uh, harmonics, like more than one note at the same time. And uh, that's a very specific technique. So I I wouldn't even pretend to go into that area, but I did utilize, you know, my own thing as best I could to create as wide a range of vocals dynamically uh, as I could. So when they come
6: to you with this, is it also the opportunity for you to develop your own melody and your own lyrics, or do they kind of already have that in place?
1: Yeah.
9: Oh yeah, no. I, I I wrote everything I did, um, music and lyrics. I I, I tracked uh, like probably a, over a dozen guitar tracks. Um, there were probably yeah, there were over fifty vocal tracks. Wow, right? Of just of just me, you know, uh, you know, bass. Um, I I did whatever I needed to do. Uh, yeah, I, I essentially had to strip down the song, you know, tear it all down and and put it back together, kind of rebuild it with my new parts so I took what they had and and you know and then I just kind of wrote a new song within that and then had to edit all of their parts to fit my new arrangement so there was a lot of uh, instances where I had to take a vocal part or an instrumental part and and make it fall rhythmically in a completely different place than where they had it so there were a lot of kind of technical and engineering challenges but again this is where the rubber meets the road this is for me this was like if this record's going to work it's going to be because i can pull this stuff off okay right so thankfully it's worked out pretty well
4: yeah talking to william duvall from giraffe uh, tongue orchestra (laughs) um the The it's, uh, true. Well, it's yeah. true man. How else do people we try to cover it all, brother?
8: Right. Uh, <laughs>
4: that, uh that uh that Rod Stewart, Young Turks from the Couch That was skies. awesome. That's uh that's oh, thank you. that's cool as hell, man.
9: Thank you, man. Yeah. That was another thing that just came out of the blue, man. It was like I just got this uh this text actually from Susan Silver. Really? Of all people, right? So yeah, so she I mean, not that I say of all people, not that we're not communicating. <laughs> right? But you know it, it's usually not about something like this. It was, it was this, it was this interesting thing where this, this offer came from out of the blue, but the, the guy who was making the offer approached her first. So she was relaying his message. So that's where it was, it was a trip but, to me I was like, wow. But how the hell do they, they know, know then,
4: that you're, that you could cover Rod Stewart so well? I mean, you, I you mean like rush that.
9: Dude? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, uh, yeah. Again, talk about a challenge that that's no joke getting, getting, uh, getting into some Rod Stewart, that is no joke. <laughs> but, uh, you know, again, it, it worked out well. I was really happy to do it. And it was during that era where we were all kind of doing, you know, collab like remote <laughs> collaborations. Perfect. Like it was, like, that was just like that, that. I think that that time will be marked by that, right? I mean, that's, yeah, that's one sure. of the few yep. positives that came out of uh, that whole period was these really like wild collaborations that you would never expect um so yeah I'm, I'm really proud of that too
4: allison chains uh down the road how soon is that when are you back to that action
9: no idea <laughs> we are all kind of just doing our own things um but uh you know inevitably it tends to kind of circle back sure. after a while you know I, we we never say when though because we honestly don't know. <laughs> right. yep, yep, yep. <laughs> That's all right,
6: fair. So, you know, you're talking about working with The Who and the idea that you strip down all the audio, you kind of recreate it. As you go through the process, is it is it nerve wracking? Because inevitably, while you're part of this project, it is for someone. Like, I freak out helping my kids with their damn homework, man. You know what I mean? So I can't imagine a band sending me, you want to do a good mm-hmm. job. I, I just, yeah. like, a high stress thing. Fun, but high stress.
9: Yeah, I mean, again, you have to kind of uh, adjust your mindset to like, hey, this is, this is a welcome challenge and I, and, and I wanna really just focus on the objective here, right? So what are these guys, what are, they, what are they hoping to achieve? The reason that they're even asking someone like me to be on this record is because they wanna expand their reach into the West, into America and Europe and so forth. So what can I do? here to, to to facilitate that, right? And when I stay focused on the task at hand or what I believe to be the task at hand, that really helps, you know, because then I was able to plug into like, hey man, you know, I really dig how how proud these guys are of where they come from and who they are and, you know, like their their lineage and being part of this continuum. So let me let me like zoom in on that, right? Because we can all identify with that, right? Sure. We are we can all identify with wanting to be a part of something bigger than ourselves and seeing ourselves in this continuum. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to zoom in on that and I'm going to try to make it, you know, I'm just going to make it rock and I'm going to try to take it to like anthemic, you know, status, right. Where this, this could be at home in a, in a soccer stadium or, you know, or anywhere, right. An arena, whatever. And let's just, let's just, let's just see what happens with that. And again, thankfully they really loved it. Have you ever actually met these guys? No, that's no, crazy. That's, that's, that's wow, crazy.
4: Wow. They are—they're they are really, amazing they're, lives. So
6: I mean, it, so you've never met these guys? What do you? I mean, and look, mm-hmm. obviously, we know you can sing. It's what you do. But I mean, what what do you think the process was that they said, you know what? Let's work with that cat from Alice in Chains. Well, I'm sorry, uh, Giraffe Tongue Orchestra.
9: <laughs> I mean, that yes. Yeah, let's get that right. Oh, no, man.
4: <laughs> huge, huge project. <laughs>
9: i have I have no idea what made them uh, you know ask me, but I'm glad they did. I'm really glad that's they did. really cool, that though, cool, man. man. That is very yeah. Cool.
4: William Duvall, hopefully yeah. I will see you in Seattle sometime soon. Thank you for, uh, thank you for your time. We appreciate it.
9: Yeah, brother. Always good to talk to you guys and good to see you again. Uh, even though I can't see you right now, you can, you might see me. I don't know. Oh, we can but, see uh, you. Oh, yeah, but, we, can we see you, George <laughs> Washington Carver. <laughs> cool. Well, I look forward to actually seeing you guys uh, down the road soon.
10: Hey, Right on, man. Thank you so much. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Connect with the Men's Room on Instagram
3: at Men's Room Live.
4: Game is Big Dummy 206-803-ROCK. Big Dummy! Hello, Mark. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola, bitches.
3: Hola. Hola. Mark, are you on
4: Team Sober or Team Not Sober?
3: I am on Team Sober and working really hard to get to a place to correct that.
4: All All right. Perfect. I like okay. Our men's room poll, Mark. You're going to find out one is real. Are you taking aliens, Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, or ghosts?
10: going with aliens because I think Bigfoot is one.
4: You think Bigfoot is an alien? Bigfoot, okay. alien.
10: Yeah, it would explain why we can never find him. Is has got some type of cloaking device, maybe?
6: Me tell him brother has a cloaking device but refuses to wear clothes. Come on, man.
10: There's... Also,
7: now people on Twitter are saying that Bigfoot is real. One guy says he's a hunter and you're not allowed to shoot him.
6: What, what what do you mean you're not allowed to? I'm not encouraging people to shoot Bigfoot, but how do you make it a law if no one knows something exists? Well, they don't give out Bigfoot tags. Yeah. Okay, so technically, I would have to get a Bigfoot tag. He goes, Bigfoot is real. On
7: my hunting regs, it says Bigfoot is unpermitted to hunt and injured. And I've seen him in the woods. Came across many stories amongst other hunters that say they seen the same say the same
6: thing about Bigfoot. Well, mm-hmm. guess what, dude? I think Bigfoot's the one who posted the sign. Hey, you know what, man? Yep. <laughs> just in case a hunter seems to go ahead and put this sign up there.
4: Along with the Bigfoot crossing, just so their family
6: will be safe. All right, now, what's the situation? Okay, I understand this. Hey, man, you can't, you can't shoot or injure Bigfoot, all right? But I'm on this hunting party with, with our man over there, okay? Bigfoot comes charging at us. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to win hand-to-hand. Mm-hmm. I have a gun legally, yeah, right? I'm not dying. Man. I can shoot his ass, yeah, right? Yeah, you just
4: become part of the legend. You're done. He disappeared, Bigfoot.
6: Yeah, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to shoot, but he's coming over here to beat right. my ass. You know what I mean? Well, shoot him in the thigh. So, well, he can't even
4: injure him. Even if I drop his ass at all. Look, I'm I'm, I'm taking the fine. I am taking the $243 fine associated (laughs) with that. Let (laughs) Bigfoot complain to the park ranger so I
6: can get fined. Yeah, exactly. And you know that'd be the park ranger's first order of business. Hey, congratulations on discovering Bigfoot. Sadly, I have to give you a citation. sign says you can't shoot his big hairy stinking ass. I like to befriend him. You're going to befriend Bigfoot? Yeah. Okay. How? What's your first move? What's your first motion of friendship to Bigfoot? He's staring you down. Just going to be nice and easy like a dog.
4: Hello, Bigfoot. I got jerky, dude. About to sell. he needs a big bag of jerky. I know. Here. Big old bag of jerky. Dude, you make the money off of him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's probably sick of it.
4: Jerk endorsement deal. Probably got another round of TV commercials coming out. Here. He's seen this trick before, Miles, and then he knows who you are. So He's, yeah. not, he's not taking your jerky. Like, I'm going to give him a beer. You like teriyaki, dude? Here. I think yeah. a beer's a good one.
6: Yeah. But you might find out he's like a sad drunk. And you're just like, oh my god, I wish you'd shut up. I'm all alone in the woods. I'm so disappointed, that's why I never come out of the woods. Everybody's trying to take my pressure. I'm just trying to take a dumping on the tree. People oh, only ever, only drink micro brews. <laughs> oh. I like IPAs, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> we don't drink this. Piss. Like. You know what, Bigfoot?
7: But you, People don't even know you're out here. I give you a beer and you
6: call it pee? I think because Bigfoot is just a course. Like, weren't you in that river? Oh, no. I'm not drinking your toe jam. It smells like you. Weirdo. Yeah. If I wanted water, I'd have stayed in the street. <laughs> now yeah. I hate him. I don't know why Bigfoot's Kermit, but I, he is. I know.
7: Why, why is he pretentious like he lives in South Lake Union? <laughs> oh, Bigfoot
6: can't like an IPA. All
7: right. <laughs> God forbid you bring Bigfoot at all
6: Easter. <laughs> what? Bigfoot? You're the same guy that puts Ritz on the charcuterie board? <laughs> hey, Mark, <laughs> shut up.
4: <laughs>
6: Classless human piece of... Uh... All right, Mark, your question. The Strait of Magellan is part of what continent? The Strait of Magellan. Not those gay Magellans. <laughs> Talking about the Strait of Magellan, goddammit. Oh, uh, that'd be Africa. Africa? That, what is it, Separate? The Strait of. It. Well, if I tell you that, let's take well, I it. thought
7: it separated Europe and
4: Africa. Is it is it Africa and Portugal or
6: Spain? The Strait of Magellan is in South America. Oh, of course. I'm dead wrong. Yeah. Oh, dead wrong. Those gay ones are in Europe. <laughs> you are not know the Strait of Magellan is. <laughs> you piss out beer. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: It's coming off the rails. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Learn
6: geography, dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. The only reason you found me is because you're lost. Admit it. (laughs) Do you even have matcha? (laughs) You know there's no cell service. (laughs) I mean, who are you going to call, Stupid. You're going to die out here alone. All right. For the rest of your life.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, oh, oh no.
6: <laughs> It's just this mean, insulting old man in the woods.
1: Really, you
6: found me. Congratulations, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop-de-doo. You know no one's going to bleed your ass anyway. Maybe your dad will finally be proud of you. <laughs> we <With> daddy issues. <laughs> All right, your your question. (laughs) What does a decibel measure?
3: (laughs) Well, if it's not volume, then I'm in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, Bigfoot.
6: Measure sound pressure, you friggin' idiot! Oh my God, did you not go to school? I only listen to records. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's a hipster. <laughs> but you suck at Jeopardy. <laughs> Digital sounds garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I never liked Van Halen off the table. They were off left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sammy Hagar. Uh, <laughs> the most annoying creature on the... Of course po- he hates Van Hagar. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he prefers the John Carabin crew album. <laughs> I,
6: for one, like it. <laughs> Virginie will eat more than I do.
3: Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network.
4: Party of a minute, it's drinking time.
3: Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say... Bottoms up, sailor! You're the toast of our shot of the day! Trick
4: time it is, and as usual, we head to see Drink Desk and Stephen Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. Today we toast a group of unidentified
6: skiers in Alaska. I do not know if they are from Alaska, but this is where the story takes place, and they did one of those things that's always near and dear to my heart. And look, you gotta appreciate their dedication. Especially for something this stupid, all right? So guests at a ski resort up there in Alaska, that posted photos after a couple of skiers hiked up a 3,000-foot mountain for one purpose. They did it under cover of a full moon at night because they wanted to draw a giant penis in the snow. And when we say giant, we mean it is the size of a football field. So it's on top of a mountain. This thing is about 300 feet long. You can clearly see it even from way down below. If you're at the ski resort and you look up, there's a massive, massive snow penis at the mountaintop. So one report said they did it a few nights ago in the dark. That way no one would catch them. And as I said, it was a full moon. They had a little light to work with. Well, the resort, this is my favorite part of the story. The resort was not happy about this, which we understand. But instead of just making it go away and not making it a news item, do you know what they did? The manager of the resort... Hired a helicopter to take a bunch of skiers to go up there to do what they could to erase it. The funny thing about that was people said that midway through the cleanup of the giant penis, it looked like the people that were cleaning it up were adding contours and hair to make it even more (laughs) realistic. Because the only way to get rid of it, they had to ski through it. Sure. So as they're doing it, it looked like they added pubic hair, veins, all the rest. (laughs) So now people are taking pictures. Then it became a national story. So the thing that the uh, ski resort manager wanted to avoid was basically making it a national story. Then it became a national story. So, look for the big, giant snow penis on top of a mountain in Alaska. It's great work, man. I like that they did it at night. So, we pour the booze, and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So, over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies.
3: Down the hola, Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh man! A double flush production.